Hello, and welcome to the Leader Life Podcast. I'm Brittany Watson, the host of the Leader Life Podcast, and I'm back for episode number two of season three, of course. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you're doing, whatever time it is. I hope that you're having a great day. I hope that this is being a productive week for you. Um, It is Tuesday. Uh, Yeah, and so you know what that means. It means that another episode is released on Tuesdays. And today I want to talk about something that is kind of dear to me. Um, I want to talk about living a life that is excellent. So someone uh, that I walk with, she asked me a question and she pretty much thought that it would be a good topic to talk about. Um, She said that um, when she looks at me, she believes that I live an excellent life. And at first I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, girl, what you mean by that? <laughs> um, and she just said that she, she sees me and she sees excellence. So of course I was completely honored, um, by her even mentioning Brittany Watson in excellence in a sentence, because let me tell you something, the struggle, mm-hmm, be real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a lot. And I just understood that, you know, from her saying that, like, I just begin to search myself and I'm like, okay, what does it look like to live excellently, Lord? Like, if people see me in this way, um, first of all, I'm like, is this pressure? <laughs> Are you putting pressure on me? Um, but no, but the Lord literally showed me of what it looks like to live an excellent way. Um, and so I begin to search this thing out. And so at first he humbled me real quick. Like, let me tell you something, bust your little bubble. Excellent. To live an excellent life does not mean to live a perfected life. It does not mean to live in a perfect way. It does not mean that you have everything perfect and all, you know, all ducks lined up in a row, no crooked places, no ratch places, no, no flaws. Because let me tell you, the flaws are real for little old me. The flaws are real for little old you. But it doesn't mean that you live perfectly. It doesn't mean that there's no issues. That doesn't mean that you do that you do not have ups and that you do not have downs. But what it means to live an excellent life is that you live a life completely submitted to God. What you talking about, girl? To live a life that's completely submitted to God, to submit to God or to submit to whatever, it literally means that you sit under that thing. And so I begin to search myself and I'm like, you know what? I I don't play about the Lord being the Lord of my life. Like I literally believe that the Lord is the Lord of my life. And I try to live a life that is completely yielded to God. Um, and that's something that a lot of church people say like, yeah, we're submitted and we yielded and all of this foolery, but literally to be yielded is to literally mean I present myself to him. And so I'm like, okay, yes, I believe that. I literally try to present myself to the Lord and present all aspects of who I am to the Lord so that he could get my life together. Okay. (laughs) So that I can, so that I will never intentionally do things that are outside of the will of God or outside of what he called and created me to do and to be now to be submitted or to present yourself. Now, of course that can be a hard thing. Like, yeah, I submit myself to the Lord in my heart. The Lord knows my heart, but if we're really honest, we don't really be submitting to the Lord for real. (laughs) We don't really submit all aspects of who we are to the Lord. We don't really submit to the Lord or inquire of the Lord when it comes to our day-to-day living. And I think I talked about this before on another podcast, how like I literally submit everything to God. And if I don't, because I've 
I told the Lord that I desire to submit my life to him. He checks me right away. Okay. So to submit our lives to God or Oh yeah, like to, to present everything that we are to the Lord literally means to invite him in our day-to-days, to the details of our life that we feel like he don't really care about, okay? So I think I talked about how I invite the Lord even in my closet. Y'all, I'm not that deep, but I'm deep because this is just the life that I live. Um, but I, I submit the, I submit to God even in my closet, even to the things that I'm wearing. So I'm literally packing now to go on a work trip. And while I was packing, I'm in my closet and I'm like, Lord, what should I wear that would make me represent what you want me to represent on this trip? And it's like, it's not deep, but it's submitted. So I'm picking out outfits and I'm like, right away, as soon as I inquired, like literally out of my mouth, like, God, what should I wear to this trip? I found outfits really quickly and it was so easy for me to pack because it's like at the end of the day, I want everything that I do to represent God. Again, it doesn't mean that I won't slip up. It doesn't mean that I'm like perfect in this, but when your heart is postured to literally please him, even when it comes to your outward appearance on what am I wearing day to day or what am I wearing at this conference or what am I wearing to church or what am I wearing? Like this is just one aspect of things, but I literally feel that this is how we live a submitted life. This is how we live in an excellent way. What more way to live than to submit to the God that knows more than our little nappy headed butts not? See, we think we know everything. Um, we have all of these plans. We're so structured. We're so goal oriented. But what we fail to do is invite the Lord in these goals. But we often do, we often, uh, neglect the Lord's voice in a lot of the things that we set in order because we know what we want to do and we know what we want to obtain. But what happens is when we don't invite the Lord's voice into the building processes of whether it be goals or whether it be where you want to live, what church you want to go, what state you're going to relocate to, what spouse come on somebody. Cause let me tell y'all something. We don't want to involve the Lord in these spouses because we like what we like. Some of y'all, y'all like that, that dark chocolate, tall, six foot guy. Y'all like the light skin. Some of y'all like the, the heavier set. You know, you got to be a little, you know, warm because it's cuffing season. Some of us, we like what we like. We like the style of man. We like, you know, all of these things, but we don't invite the Lord in it. So what happens is we go after these guys that we like based upon what we feel like is our quote unquote type. And they ruin your life or they put you in this this dark place because your type sent you off, your feeling sent you off. But what you fail to do is submit to the Lord and say, Lord, this is what I like. Okay, this is what I like. But what do you think I need? What is in your will for me to have even pertaining to a spouse? I think I said this before. When I met my husband, he was not my physical type of what I usually would like or desire. My husband, fine, don't get me wrong, but he just wasn't my type of a man. And God showed me and broke that thing down like your type have sent you off. How many of you, you know, your type has never been good for you. You just were attracted to this thing because of what it looked like. But it wasn't really what I had in mind for you so that you can fully become who I've called you to be. So I believe even when it comes to picking a spouse, listen, talking and dating, get out of this is what my type is. I feel like a lot of y'all 
are missing the man of your dreams because it's not wrapped up in the package of what you feel like you want to have. Some of y'all gonna be treated real, real good and loved very, very uh, uh, diligently by a man that you might not even have ever considered. These are the these are the steps. These are the ways that we become excellent in how we live. Lord, I like this, but what do you think I need to have? Now, I don't get me wrong, I do believe that you it's God's will that you be attracted to the person, but I feel like sometimes we're led by the outward before we're led by what that man actually carries, the tools and the things that he actually has within him that can cultivate the things that God has called for you to come into and to become. Excellent. To live excellently, excellently literally means to excel, to be exceptionally good in what in proficient in whatever role or in whatever specific thing that God has called you to do. We can't live a life that is excellent if we only allow God in certain parts. Mm. Y'all, I'm over here preaching to myself. We can't we can't live a life that's excellently, and then you know what happens is. We, we build all these plans and we make all these plans. And then when they ruin us or when things go wrong, we're like, God, why you let this happen? And God's like, hey, you never invited me in. So we take jobs because we want it for the money. But God's like, I never even told you to do that. But you never knew that because you never stopped and submitted or you never stopped and presented these careers, these admirations, these inspirations, these organizations. Come on. To live excellently, we got to get to the place that it's like, I know what I want, but I ultimately know that God knows more than me. The Bible tells us that he, his ways are higher than our ways. Pretty much he thinks beyond where you can, beyond the places that you even have the capacity to think. His ways are higher than our ways, meaning that our ways are so minute compared to everything that God has created for us. But what happens is we settle. When we don't involve the Lord, when we don't li uh, really live a submitted life, we begin to settle in things. You, you, God has a six-figure uh, company or a six-figure idea for you, but you're okay with mimicking what you see other people do because you haven't even sat with the Lord to say, Lord, how do you want me to build this? I know what the marketing people are saying. I know what social media is saying. I know what the brand ambassadors and I know what social media is calling for. But what have you called me to build and how will I do that and how should I do that? This is how we live a life of excellence. God wants you to excel, girl. God wants you to excel in your career, to excel in every relationship, to excel in everything you do and to live an excellent life. But first, we got to check our hearts to see, are we really submitted to the Lord? We're not submitted as we think we are. Sometimes I think about me and I'm like, man, God checks me often like, yeah, you're submitted in this, but you got to be a little bit more submitted than this. Like you're too involved in your feelings with this or you care too much about what people think. You're not fully submitted because if God tells us to do something and if he gives us a strategy, despite what people may feel, despite what people may say, I guarantee you, if we are really submitted and we literally follow the steps that the Lord has told us to follow, I guarantee you that it will blow our minds, that it will blow our minds. 
We want to be distinguished. We want to be, uh, be, uh, be um, superior. We want to be known for all of these great things. But we are trying to reach these things outside of the power of God and outside of the provision and the strategies of heaven. I don't want to do nothing. Not a thing. If God didn't tell me to do it. If God didn't instruct me how to do it, I'm waiting. I don't care what the pressures on the outside world may be. I don't care if my bank account is negative. I don't care if I don't have as many funds. I'm not creating anything. I'm not moving. I'm not relocating. I'm not trying for a new career. I'm not going to date a person. I'm not joining a church. I don't even want you to be my friend. Listen, <laughs> you can't even be my friend if I ain't ask the Lord first. Some of y'all would call it deep. I call it submitted. And I truly believe that this is the place that God will have us to be as daughters of God, to be submitted. We want to be good. God wishes that we will prosper in all things, in our inner being, in our outer being. But we're not prospering because we're not submitted. Again, submission doesn't look like excellence. Excellence doesn't look like perfection. But what it looks like is submission. God knows all things. He knows the end before the beginning. He's the author and the finisher of our entire faith. We'll be a fool <laughs> to not submit the details of our life to God. Come on. I feel like there's a lot of us, a lot of people that would even listen to this. And it's like you're aiming and you're striving and you want so much out of life. And it's like even a good plan don't mean it's a God plan. Even something that opens up for you very easily doesn't mean that that was the Lord's will for your life. Or even the path that he would have for you obtain certain things, to obtain certain things. To live excellently is to live a life that is led by the Lord. To live a life that is led by God. It's to literally ask questions and to inquire every step of the way. God, is this what you want? God, is this what you will? And be willing when he tells your butt no, be willing to be like, all right, he has greater. Be willing to step back and change directions to do and be everything that God has called us to do and to be. We got to stop with. I want God and I'm submitted to God, but I'm only going to give him so much of me. God wants your fears. God wants your insecurities. God wants your sexuality. God wants, listen, God wants you to submit even those promiscuous places in your body, in your heart. God wants those things. And I guarantee you the moment that you say, Father, I don't want this. Give it to God. Present it to God. Allow the Lord to actually be the Lord of your life in everything. I guarantee you that you will begin to live excellently. I guarantee you that things begin to align for you and doors begin to open for you that no man can shut. We can't do this thing out here called life. Listen, life is hard for all of us. But what makes some people stand out and become superior or what makes people uh, 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 become distinguished or what makes the people that you see and that you admire, admire so much, what makes them distinguished? Is because I guarantee you most of them are sitting with the Lord and not even on no sitting in the dark places and seeking his face. Even though sometimes that it, listen, that's necessary in some seasons, but it literally, it, it just means that 
God, I want you in. I want you in on everything. I want you in on my plans. I want you in on my marriage plans. I want you in on my career path. I want you. I remember when I was in college and I initially started out and I wanted to be a broadcast journalist. I wanted to be on TV TV because let me tell you, I had in my mind, I'm about to be Oprah. Okay. I was the next Oprah. Um, there's still a little admiration for that. Don't get me wrong. Cause a- Oprah is definitely goes, but I had in my mind, I want to be a broadcast journalist. So I went to school and I started the courses and I really felt the moment that I started to live for God for real, because in first two years of college, let me tell you something, mm-mm, one no God in that. God wanted none of that. But I, I I think I talked about this before that my junior year, God called me. He stripped everything. And, and that started a pursuit of godliness that started a pursuit of holiness that I've never experienced in my life that I really feel like brought me to this place. And I remember in my junior year, um, I felt like God was like, yeah, nah, you need to switch up this. And so I changed from broadcast journalism to communication because God began to show me and tell me like, you know, you need a little bit more of a broad um, career choice because of what I called you to do. And at that time, it made no sense. I wasn't aspiring to be nobody's pastor. All I wanted to be on TV. <laughs> Before I wanted to be on TV, I could have sworn I was going to be the next Beyonce. God humbled me. I ain't have it. but I submitted that thing and I literally went to my career advisor, whatever you call it, the college advisor. And I said, yeah, I'm switching to communication. I want to, I want to do communication. And from that point, I excelled straight A's, Dean's list, everything. Not that I wasn't doing well with the first major, but it felt, I felt like there was a grace or there was an ease that came over me. But that, that was because I'm like, Lord, what you want me to do? And he switched those lanes. And even though I could have still done, you know, broadcast journalism within the scope or under the scope of communication I listen and it makes so much sense now with what God has called for me to do and the plans and the dreams and the aspirations that he then began to fill in my heart now it's like oh I'm so happy that I switched lanes we gotta submit everything to God Whatever the thing that you don't want to submit or the thing that you feel like is too small or maybe is too carnal to submit, that is the very thing that God wants you to submit. That is the very thing that God wants you to inquire. I see a lot of people out here switching up careers, switching up churches, you switching up husbands, boyfriends, all of this stuff. And it's like, girl, you confused. And the reason that you're confused is because you don't really know what the heck you're doing. And the reason you don't know what the heck you're doing is because you haven't submitted to the one that knows all things things we can't say God you know all things and we're worshiping and it's like yes I live this submitted life whatever you say I'll do but the thing that he wants you run from the thing that you know that God wants you to submit to him you run from it how do you live a submitted life how do you live an excellent life you present your body as a living sacrifice, meaning there's some things that you may want to do that God say, "Uh uh-uh. It may not be a sin factor, but it may not be a factor for you. (laughs) It may not be something that God wants for you to participate in because of what he has called you to do. Submit your life because he knows. He knows more than you, girl. He knows the, the secrets. He knows the mysteries of the world. He knows the end before the beginning. He knows everything that you're trying to attain. He knows the obstacles that may arise. He knows what you need cultivated in. He knows the skill sets that you need to become and to be superior and to be distinguished and to be successful. 
submit. Submit to the Lord and everything else will align. So I just want y'all to really take this into consideration. Although I really like when people say, oh, this blessed me or this podcast was this. My assignment is not to flatter you, y'all. My assignment is to make you come up, to make you begin to live a life that is excellently so we can really become who God has called us to be. I feel like I say this on every episode, become who God has called you to be. That is the mandate, to do the work, to build, to tear down, and to become, and to help people become everything that God has called them to be. There's a world waiting for you to excel. You're living beneath where God has called for you to live beneath. The moment that I literally submitted everything, not that it wasn't challenging, but even the challenges were full of grace. Even the challenges were full of favor because I'm like, Lord, this don't make sense. I don't got the credit for this or I didn't have the credit for this. And all of a sudden I did what he told me to do and all of a sudden, boop, credit went up. Or all of a sudden I sold this seed, boop, the door opened. Whoop, there's the key to your new house. Whoop, up the second house, there you go. This is what it looks like to live a submitted life. I mean, even when it, like, I remember um, I went to, I was going to get a car earlier this year and I already had it in my mind. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this type of car because that's what I want. And so I remember like being scared. Like, I don't even know what my credit looked like. I ain't looked at no credit in a while. (laughs) Like, I know that I pay my bills, but I didn't, I wasn't really even focused on no credit. I went to the dealership and I was like, I felt like a a panic or like a overwhelming feeling came over me. Like, man, I hope I get, I hope I'm able to get it. Hope I'm able to get it. Because in my mind, anybody that know me, I am frugal Freddie. I'm not paying nothing outside of what I want to pay. Because I do not believe in living beyond my means, okay? And so everybody's like, well, you know, these cars typically run. You probably gonna have to pay this amount of money. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not paying it. I'm like, if I if I have, they trying to make me pay that, I'm leaving. I'm keeping a car that I have. And so when I got to the dealership, I'm sitting there and I felt like a little, you know, a little anxiety try to scoop up. And I was reminded like, girl, you belong here. Everything that you want, because you are submitted to the Lord, God is going to open up for you. And especially because your motive is not to be showy. The motive is never to try to up one person. I have my own personal goals. I don't care who get what. I don't care what my friends get. I don't care what somebody posts on social media. My goals are my goals because of what I want to obtain. And I walked in that thing and God reminded me like, girl, you belong in every seat that you sit in. And I sat there in that seat and not only they they came and they said, well, you're going to have to pay this. And I'm like, yeah, no, let's try to do that, blah, blah, blah. And God came back and I'm like, what? The very thing that I wanted for the very price that I got in the middle of a pandemic and in the middle of inflation, I walked out of there with keys of a brand new car, The you know, the brand of car that I wanted all because I submitted my life to God. And God reminded me that you live a, a submitted life. Why wouldn't you prosper? Why wouldn't your goals come to pass? Why wouldn't the, the things that you desire come to pass because you live a submitted life? The earth is the Lord's. Why wouldn't he want his sons and his daughters to live in a life that, 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 that looks prosperous and actually is prosperous? Girl, live. But live in an excellent way. Submit your language to God. Submit your style to God. Submit your business plans to God. And I guarantee you that you would excel in all things. So I hope 
that this was a blessing to you as it was to me. This was this was really fulfilling as I was sitting here talking about this. My my husband probably hear me upstairs, probably like, girl, shut up. But as always, as you're listening to this, take a picture, tag Brittany V. Watson and Leader Life on Instagram, on Facebook. Let people know that you're listening. Share this podcast with anybody. If this blessed you, please share this. And if it blessed you, please go to leaderlife.com and select become a leader. Um, we're starting up a Facebook community because they're gonna. Uh, I'm going to host events and I'm going to host a few things. And the Leader Life and those who become leaders, um, we'll get that information first. We'll get special discounts first. So I want you to be a part of furthering the conversation be- beyond the podcast. Um, so go to leaderlife.com. Sl- select become a leader and you'll become a part of our Facebook community and we'll grow. And like always, we will become, you will become everything that God has called for you to become. I hope that you are having a prosperous week, a productive week. And I pray that from this day forward, after you hear this podcast, that you literally submit your life and present yourself, present your plans as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning into the Leader Life podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms at Leader Life and visit our website at leaderlife.com.